everyone, and welcome back to the Gals Getting Rich podcast. Today, we are diving into a psychological marketing trick to get us to spend more money, which is free swag and hefty discounts. Oh, yeah. I think about this a lot in a lot of ways. I feel like I love free stuff, but if you know me, I am literally the CEO of, oh, I got this for free. And with it being free, I think it's really easy to accumulate stuff, especially stuff that you don't need. Yeah. And I feel like there's just so many like gimmicks out there where I remember like going to Victoria's Secret growing up and it would be like, get a free like travel size body spray if you come and spend $20. And it's like, oh, now I need to go and spend $20 to get this free spray. You know, it's like, I don't know. It's just so exciting. But also just being in college and now working a corporate job, it feels like there's free swag everywhere. I remember going to the job fair in college, which is just like where companies come and set up tables and people can go talk to companies for recruitment pursuits. And every table had like some sort of free swag. And it would be stuff like pens, notepads, stickers, stress balls, stuff like that. And I just like wanted them all. I would look at all the other people in the career fair and looking at what they were holding in their hands. And I'm like, oh my gosh, where did you get that? I want to go find that stress ball. But then I was just like, why? Did I want a stress ball before I walked into the career fair today? Or did I just see other people getting something for free that compelled me to also want it for free? And also, I was just getting so many pens from career fairs. I was like, I don't even need to buy another pen for the rest of my life. Like, but did I really need another pen? Probably not. Totally. And I think it's the same thing with food. Like, for example, oh, they were giving up free donuts. And then it's like, did I really need to put this donut in my body? No. Was I going to put this donut in my body if it wasn't free? No. And so then you find yourself kind of doing things that you wouldn't normally do. But one funny thing in high school, and this is just a crazy tangent, but I thought I was the smartest person ever. And I emailed a bunch of colleges, like random colleges, and asked them for free swag and actually ended up getting like 20 shirts in the mail from random schools. And in one way, it was great because I had sleepy time shirts for literally ever. And now looking back, I'm like, oh, you know, that might have been slightly wasteful, even though it was fun to think about. So I think slowly shifting on like, okay, do I really need this? And especially in New York, there's a bunch of pop-ups and they're always giving out free stuff. And it's fun to go to. But at the same time, sometimes I'm like, oh, do I need this? Am I actually going to use it? Or is it just going to end up in the trash? So I'm trying to be a little bit more intentional, especially when it comes to that sustainability aspect. Yeah. And I don't think that all free swag is necessarily bad because there's like one thing I got from a career fair. It was like a little pad folio of like sticky notes and post-its. And they were all different sizes, all different colors. And it was so useful. I used almost all the post-it notes throughout college. And so I feel like there is some value to be found within free swag. But just because it's free, is it actually good for you? Did you really need another stress ball? I was just going to say, like, there's so many free things that I've gotten and I use the crap out of them. Like, it's my favorite thing. And the funny thing is, it literally doesn't cost money. And I do think that, like, to some degree, it's the same thing with restaurants, right? Like, sometimes if you go to a more expensive restaurant, you're a little disappointed walking out versus if it's a cheaper restaurant, you're like, wow, this is amazing because there is that dollar cost to it. So this isn't to discount anything that's free. I think there's definitely things out there that are really awesome and really nice. And obviously, discounts are very, very worth it if you're already planning on getting that thing. But I agree, like some free stuff out there is good stuff. Can't complain. I love free snacks. Oh, yeah. But I think also going back to why all free stuff isn't so good, there's also the environmental impact of taking that 
stress ball because then the company's going to be they have one less stress ball they're going to need to order more and you're just like giving in to this consumption overconsumption cycle that just like isn't necessary but if you really want the stress ball you should take it because it's free absolutely and if you lose the company branded stress bar ball you got from the career fair then whoever finds it will see their brand and it will act as an advertisement and also i think like I said, using things till they wear out is something I think my parents are really good at. And as I get older, I'm learning to appreciate that more. And it's like, it's giving immigrant parents recycling literally everything. Like the amount of yogurt containers we have and that my mom reuses. And sometimes like she'll reuse stuff. And I'm like, how did you even think to reuse it this way? But let's give it up for our moms because they're literally all geniuses. But then for example, Starbucks Red Cup Day. I literally went because I wanted a peppermint mocha. So I was going to go to Starbucks anyways, but then I got the red cup and I was like going to put it in my cupboard. And then I literally was like, wait a second, why did I take this? Like I have so many cups, so many that like, you know, it's me and just one person. And then I ended up taking it home. And like, luckily my brother was able to use it. He was like, oh, can I have that? Like I actually need like a little tumbler type thing. And I was like, okay, perfect. Take it. Amazing. So it found a home, but again, they incentivize you and then it's like wait did I really need to take this yeah your mom is actually the queen of reusing stuff like one time I went over your house for she had like some event going on and she gave me some leftovers and like yogurt containers and like salsa (laughs) jars it was like all these things that I hadn't thought of reusing no that's literally why she collects so many so she can give it to everybody (laughs) yeah she's so nice but I think just like an overarching thing that I think about a lot is that there is no ethical consumption under capitalism. Just because it's free doesn't mean it's harmless. It's technically not free. You're receiving the item in exchange for something such as applying for a job, signing up for a club, going to college, working your job, etc. These items are accounted for under someone's budget and you are part of their revenue stream. I know for like clubs and college, they get funding per head. So the more members they have, the more budget they get. And with that, if you bring in an extra $20 for this club's funds for the year, then that stress ball, it might have cost them five cents, but that five cents came out of you signing up for the club and you giving them an extra $19.95 of funding they didn't have before. So really that ball costs you more than just being $0. And like for companies at job fairs, They want as many quality applicants as possible, and going to a career fair optimizes the candidate pool since there's a lot of unemployed and qualified candidates there. You are exchanging with the company the opportunity to evaluate you for the job. If you don't make it, that's okay, because on the recruiter's year-end review, they will be able to say they interviewed X amount of candidates and had a Y conversion rate of applicants to full-time employees, and you were one of those numbers. You help recruiters whether or not you get the job. That's why they're giving you swag. Yeah, literally. So you come up and talk to them. Yeah. Yeah. They just want you to come up and talk to them. No such thing as a free lunch. Yeah. There's no such thing as free lunch. No matter what you're doing under capitalism, nothing is free. So I guess this just comes to our point of just because it's free doesn't mean it's good for you. You don't need to chase everything that's free in the world just so you can feel like you cheated the system or you got something for free. Yeah, and going back, just on a lighter note, there's a lot of free stuff that I think I've gotten that I really use. For example, I got a company-branded backpack, and it's super trendy, super nice, um, really good for trips, and then a sweatshirt. 
uh, back when Patagonia was still making sweatshirts for corporate companies. Like, it's really nice. I wear it all the time. And my favorite thing ever, which I feel like I can never get enough of, is socks. I literally lose socks all the time. In fact, not an advertisement, but I invested in Bomba socks because apparently if you lose a sock, they will replace the sock. And so I got a pair of those, um, a few pairs actually, but I'm like, that's crazy. If you lose the sock in the washing machine, they will literally replace it. Um, So again, that's not free, but there was value in doing something like that. I think the big thing with all this stuff is trying to not immediately grab stuff and be a little bit like, okay, where am I going to put this? And for me, I think living in New York in a smaller apartment has made me a little bit more mindful of this because in Columbus, my parents obviously live in a home and worst case, you can stick it in the basement. I don't have that luxury here. So I think for me, that's definitely something that drives a little bit of that wanting to be more intentional. And it is definitely something I'm learning because psychology behind it is like, yes, like I want it. I'm going to grab it. I'm going to get it. And now I'm like, okay, wait, is this good for me? Do I need this? Um, will it make me happy? Like those three criteria, right? Yeah. And I feel like it's just kind of like Marie Kondo. Like only keep the stuff that actually brings you joy. Oh, totally. And even when there's things to get rid of, I'm not a big fan of throwing stuff away. I love if your local Facebook group has a buy nothing group. I love that Facebook group. Like I literally go to volleyball. I joined a volleyball team, needed a volleyball literally got a free volleyball off the buy nothing group so it's really not that hard to find homes for these things that you're getting rid of either and you know there's things like Poshmark or places to donate all around which aren't just goodwill like there are a lot of like co-ops and things that work to be intentional and make sure things find homes so really just locating those resources around you that are local is super important as well but yes big plug Facebook buy nothing group join your neighborhoods you will not regret it I love buying nothing groups. Another thing that I got for free was when I started my full-time job, I got a laptop bag and I didn't really want it. It's like one of those big crossbody, black, bulky laptop it's bags. It's very bulky. Yeah. Yeah. And it just like wasn't my thing. I wanted to just I think it's my better backpack. for men. That one is definitely better for men. Well, funny enough, I gave it to my boyfriend. He loves it. He's used it every day since I gave it to him, which was like three years ago. And he's asked me to go see if anyone else has laptop bags they don't want anymore so that he doesn't have to buy his own, which I think is actually a fair point because I know so many people who got those bags and never use them. Yeah, totally. Like everybody in the office, it's not like we all have the same bag. Yeah. So that was our hot take on free swag. But now we want to talk about discounts and how discounted goods are often incentives to be spending more money than you were originally going to spend. No, literally all of Black Friday, Cyber Monday, giving you FOMO that the sale will go away. They're literally hoping to leverage untapped customers who are on the fence of purchasing an item or not by offering them a discount and tipping them towards wanting to buy it since it is discounted. And I will say Black Friday is the bane of my existence because it is a weakness. I'm like, ooh, do I need this? Should I buy this? Like, I want it, right? But one thing to always remember is that if you weren't going to buy it anyways, it's not really a discount. And the way I personally try to combat that like impulse buy thing is two things. I will add things in my cart and leave it there for 12 to 24 hours and come back and think about if I really need it. And then the second thing is on my phone, I keep a notes of things that I want to buy. And if it's something that's on sale, that's on that I want to buy and have been wanting to buy this thing for a long time list, then it's like, okay, I can justify making this purchase, assuming it's in budget and everything, right? But like, if there's a sale, there's a sale. And it's like, okay, I'd 
if I was going to get it anyways, I might as well get it at a cheaper price. There's a really great Instagram account. Her name is Becca, and her Instagram handle is Blonde, Broke, and Bougie. And she does this too, where she makes a list of things that she wants. And then if something is continually on the list month after month, she will consider getting it. But it's her way of preventing herself from giving into impulse spending. She's also just super cool. She tracks all of her outfits on a cost per wear basis. So she bought a shirt for $20 and worth 20 times as a dollar per wear. But she really helps me think about intentional spending. And just like you said, I really like what you said about Sa. If you were not going to buy it anyways, it's not really a discount. And I think that's just so true. And another like tip to prevent the impulse or the need to buy is I feel like Black Friday, Cyber Monday were, was the day that I realized, wow, I'm on so many email lists that I didn't even know I was on. So, you know, I hit that unsubscribe button at least 20 times on Monday, like on Cyber Monday. It was crazy. Yeah, I feel like there's also I'm also guilty of it where I was on so many lists I didn't know I was on and I try to make it a habit to just go through and unsubscribe. Even from the companies I like, I don't want those emails. If I'm going to buy something from them, I'll go buy from them and I'll go look for a discount code. I don't need discount codes sent to me that would tempt me. There seems to be this competitiveness with some people about finding a great deal. I know when I see Instagram posts of people getting like the $0 Tesla like Graham Stephan did or people saying like they got their iPhone for half off, I'm like, how? Like, how can you get a $0 Tesla or an iPhone for half off. And then you dive into the details on how they're able to get it, and you realize, wait, they got an employee discount, they wrote off part of the value as a business expense, they opened up a new credit card to get a sign-on bonus to fund their purchase, etc. And I don't think this is ideal messaging because one, the tagline is misleading. That iPhone was not half off. You bought it full price. You just got so many auxiliary like funds and streams of income to make it half off. Like the Apple store didn't have a 50% off sale. They never do. They had other means of making it half off. Oh yeah, like the Chase Sapphire, I think at one point did a 50% off with points, right? So it's not an actual discount. It's you're paying for that. Yeah. And the way you're getting 50% off is you sign up for a card and you're giving Chase your information. And they're hoping that you're going to sign up for the card, give them your information, and that you're not going to make the most out of your annual fee and they will still profit at the end. But I will say, I did buy my iPad with that discount one year, and it was like pandemic, so I wasn't really traveling, and it was pretty clutch. So oh, yeah. no no knocking it. It's just more of the tagline, like you said. Yeah, exactly. I'm not knocking it either. It's just like something to be mindful of, of like these credit card companies also put out these promos to incentivize people to sign up for their credit cards. But if you already know that credit card is not good fit for your spending lifestyle, then you just shouldn't get it. There's no promo that should be able to justify that. But also, too, with these like taglines that you see of $0 Tesla, I think it also encourages people to want to buy things just because they know they can replicate the same discount someone else got. So that person might not necessarily need a new iPhone, but because they know they could an iPhone for half off if they did exactly what someone else did. They feel compelled to hop on it because they can. And I think they feel compelled to hop on it just because there's opportunity. However, I think just because there's an opportunity doesn't mean you need to execute on it. What goes around comes around. There will always be another deal. You can always sign up for a credit card for a sign up bonus when you're ready for that big expense. This isn't the end all be all. 
companies are always putting up promos to get you to sign up for a credit card or buy an iPhone, whatever. And just also a quick disclaimer, like Butsa was saying, we're not against signing up for credit cards for sign-up bonuses. In fact, both of us actively do that all the time. But we are premeditated with our decisions and we know the credit cards we're signing up for and how they will fit into our lifestyle. Absolutely. We don't necessarily think that this strategy is healthy for everyone, especially those who have troubled relationships with money slash credit cards. For example, if someone is like riddled with consumer debt and they have a troubled relationship with credit cards, if they were to see a post like that, like a half-off iPhone, and if they were to immediately sign up for a credit card just to get the sign-up bonus. Yeah, you're not even taking into account the credit check and how that might affect your credit score. Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily beneficial to that person. Just because they could get the iPhone for half off doesn't mean they need to. And I think like in that person's instance, like their credit score might be hurting. They should focus on paying off their debt, getting on top of their finances, healing their relationship with money before they go on and do these kind of extravagant hacks to get a half off iPhone. Oh yeah, like especially one thing to also consider during the holiday times is I've fallen victim to this is there was this helicopter ride of New York City called Fly Nyon and I immediately booked it because it was like 75% off and it was it was say oh it's going away in two weeks or whatever right and then you know after being in New York for almost two years I noticed that that discount runs constantly so the other thing too is to kind of be mindful of that right where they're promoting things, they're saying it's going to go away fast. A, are they actually going to get rid of that promo? Probably not. And B, they're just marking it up 75%, giving you a 75% discount and then telling you like, hey, this is actually cheaper. But in reality, it's the same price. So that's also one thing to kind of manage. And this is something that I, again, I'm not perfect about this, is managing your emotions when it comes to these discounts. Because a lot of it is playing on emotional and like psychological things that we've learned about humans. And clearly like marketing experts are taking advantage of it, which they should, that's their job. But we have to be smarter. I love what you said there. Because it is like just playing with your emotions at that point. That's exactly what discounts are trying to do is trying to make you feel like this is your opportunity to buy it and that you should buy it now. But like you said before, if you weren't going to buy it anyway, it's not really a discount. Yeah. And I think, again, it comes down to, do I need this? Will it benefit me? Instead of browsing on a site, seeing a discount code and then feeling compelled to buy something, just always remember, and maybe you've mentioned this before as well, and I'm just going to be a broken record here, but just because something is discounted does not mean it's good for you. Yeah. Just because it's free doesn't mean it's good for you. And just because it's discounted doesn't mean it's good for you. Exactly. Yeah. And to play devil's advocate, we're still all about getting free stuff and getting good discounts. Like it's just something we've learned is that they're put out there in the world to play with your emotions. And that's the big realization we had recently. And actually the event that inspired this episode was when you got the holiday cup from Starbucks. Because your immediate thing you texted me afterwards was like, just got this for free, but I don't really want it. Do you remember that? Yeah, I literally was kind of disappointed in myself. I was like, why did I do this? But I was flying that day and Delta and Starbucks have a partnership. So girlies, make sure you link your Delta Sky Miles and Starbucks rewards to each other. Because if you buy Starbucks on fly day, which I, you know I needed at Starbucks. Like I don't normally drink coffee, but it was one of those days that you get points for Delta and 
Starbucks. And again, I'm talking and it is a totally an emotional ploy, but I am not kidding. I was going to go to Starbucks anyways, even though you might not believe me. I'm telling you I was. And it just also happened to be Red Cup Day. So it was just like, woke up in the morning, super excited. I was like, oh, triple whammy, ha ha ha. And then I just realized like, you know, this Red Cup thing I felt like was a little wasteful, but it is a good reusable cup. And and I, like I said, gave it to my brother. He loves it. He uses it. He's also really bad and loses water bottles and stuff like that 24-7. So for someone like him, great. For someone like me, uh, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, but like you were going to buy Starbucks anyway. You might as well connect your Delta and your Starbucks account to get double the rewards. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. And like I don't go to Starbucks every day. I only go on special days. And it's like a treat myself type of thing. And so I think keeping that in mind too, like don't go to Starbucks just because you want to get the extra Delta or whatever thing. Like you should go do something because you want to do something, not because, oh, XYZ thing is pushing you to do something. Yeah. There was um, one discount code our friend texted me and Vatsa that did get me to purchase. And it was like back in February when they came out plant-based chorizo at Chipotle. They had half off plant-based chorizo bowls immediately got chipotle that night it was like a no-brainer 50 percent off chipotle but also it was food it was just a meal and if i could get half off a meal whatever exactly food is like a different ball game for me i think if it's like a meal meal and not dessert catch me there because you know i'm trying to eat for free and eat at a discount but also what i will say is this is another thing that i think about a lot and it's it's kind of related but i feel like restaurants put these promotions and it's fun to take advantage of them but then I really have so much respect for restaurant workers and how much work it takes to run a restaurant and like provide those discounts because ultimately they're providing that so you come back and like with the chipotle thing that vegan chorizo was so good I'm actually upset that they got rid of it because it was like spicy and it was really really good so like to try stuff totally worth it and and also just keep in mind too like while we're all about getting discounts like if it's something that's actually good highly encouraged to support local businesses or um, any businesses that are providing something that is is good right like not just going after the discount and eating it just because um so just wanted to call that out like i know it's hard for people who work in the restaurant business whether you're a restaurant owner or a restaurant worker and there's all these promotions it can become a hard day and you're also anticipating some amount of loss to get some foot traffic but kudos to everyone who does that and just something to keep in mind as well like I think if I get a discount then I'll try to usually tip the servers or something a little bit higher than normal as well so I just wanted to call that out (laughs) yeah I was going to say the same thing where growing up whenever we would go to a restaurant that was having a promotion or something my dad would always say that we need to tip full price we can pay for a meal for the discount but we will tip the server as if we paid full price and I always thought that was a really good way to think about it because those servers, they're serving you no matter what. Their their service hasn't changed really based upon promo or no promo. But if they make less money for the same service, that really is just hurting them at the end of the day. And that's not fair. They don't make a lot of money. Exactly. And so while we're all about discounts too, we just want to promote sustainable practices and good habits. And, you know, nobody nobody should lose at our benefit And I think that's hard because capitalism, ultimately, there's always going to be losers and there's always going to be winners. But I think there's ways to be 
mindful and put those dollars to good use while also saving money. Yeah, 100%. And there's also nothing wrong with buying something full price. No, nothing wrong at all. I think it's like being savvy. I, I I think like food is really the main thing where I think people get carried away like oh I want a free meal but like we said in the beginning there really is no such thing as free lunch and if somebody is serving you that lunch there really shouldn't be a such thing as free lunch in my opinion yeah yeah I think food is like the exception for that but I also think there's nothing wrong with paying full price because when I pay full price for something it reminds me that I'm not being influenced by any discount code. I'm not being influenced by marketing, really. Like, if I'm buying something full price, it likely means that I came to a conclusion to buy this item on my own, and I really like that. I like not having influence of other marketing teams or whatever. I think kind of just, like, wrapping up our thoughts, just because someone got a great discount doesn't mean you need to seek out the same discount. I think it's just really important to look inward and really understand what you need and what would be most beneficial to you I know like when I go shopping for clothes or something I really think about before I go on the site and I start looking at all the cute clothes out there I try to think like what item would really be great to add to my closet like do I really want a new pair of jeans would a new sweater give me so many more outfit combinations than before something like that I try to do that before I go you know, make myself vulnerable to all the influences of online marketing. And that's helped me a lot. I think that's a good call out because I'm like, I literally like to wear the same thing all the time. And then sometimes I'm like, wait, I have like three turtlenecks that are basically the same, but just a different color. (laughs) I mean, I get my use out of them, but it is a little bit like, oh, you know, do I need this many? I probably don't. Yeah. But like, if you're wearing them, then it's fine. It's just yeah. if you're wearing them, it's fine. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's just like I have some clothes that I think are so cute and I look like cute dresses to wear to like day parties in college and like going out in Miami. I love buying dresses like that, but like how often do I actually wear them? Like not too often. And totally. so like they're fun to buy, but it's not the most beneficial thing for me at the moment. So I try to just think about what do I actually enjoy wearing? What am I actually wearing on a day-to-day basis? Me wearing a blazer right now. Are you really? Yeah, I'm going to go to the office soon, but oh. I wore a blazer and then I'm like, haha, I'm certified to give you any sort of advice, be it <laughs> consulting advice or financial advice. <laughs> <laughs> I will say wearing a blazer to the office does make me feel more focused. It's something about the shoulder pads, I swear. I agree. This is actually a Black Friday purchase. I got it from Ann Taylor, the outlet version, and oh. it was 70% off and my wonderful mother bought it for me. I love going shopping with my mom. (laughs) Sona. Literally Sona. And I think a lot of this too, for me, I'm not perfect. I keep mentioning that. It's definitely something that's an ongoing process that I'm personally working on. And just generally, right? Like being intentional with spending, but also being intentional with time. I really just want to focus on joy. And I, I hope that whoever's listening, that you don't get overwhelmed by any of this because ultimately it's just something that I'm working on and we're all in this together. And I know Maeve is also working on it, but uh, yeah, just to conclude, yeah, just to conclude, just because it's free doesn't mean I need it. Just because it's discounted doesn't mean it's justified. Just because it's free doesn't mean it's ethical consumption. Just because it's free doesn't mean it isn't mutually beneficial. And just being mindful about discounts and swag items and really thinking, do I need this? Does it make me happy? Because I think that's huge. 
And I think we can go into money moves. Yeah, I can start because I actually made my money move right before we recorded this. Oh, really? Yeah, I just bought my flight to Cabo. Hey. Um, for like a, a trip with my friends from college. We're trying to do a trip every year to stay like together, you know. And so the flights to Cabo were never cheap. There's cheap flights to Cabo, but getting there and getting back, you have an overnight layover. So in cheap to Cabo is like $700. I was like, okay, I need to use credit card points. So I used my points for my Chase Ultimate Rewards portal. I guess it's like actually my Chase Sapphire preferred portal. I think Ultimate Rewards is different. But anyway, I used my Chase points for it. And I was kind of surprised because I went on the portal, got the same flight as my friend. And for her on Google Flights, it was like $1,200. But then on the portal, it was $938.55 after taxes and fees. And I was kind of shook. Um, I used points to pay for it. And it's kind of nice knowing that I didn't have to pay money to fund this trip. I mean, ultimately, I am paying money to have like this credit card, you know, like there's an exchange, just like we were saying before. But it's really nice to feel like I'm taking advantage of my credit card points. Totally. And that's interesting, maybe, because I heard that usually when you book through the portal, it's more expensive. Me too. Um, Me too. I was I was shook. Yeah, I usually don't mind if I'm booking through the portal and it's a little bit more expensive. It's never been that much more expensive. Like, I'm talking like $40 more expensive. So I haven't cared. Like, if I'm using points, whatever. But I was kind of shook. Like, it was like significantly cheaper for the exact same flight. That's awesome. What's your money move? I think my money move is probably two things. I definitely did some Black Friday shopping and crossed some stuff on my list. But the crazy thing was I'm curious to see if I do get any money back. But I got an email about a class action lawsuit for a service provider that I have, like a subscription. And they're charging me extra fees. And it said, oh, if you file this class action lawsuit, like fill out a form, you will actually get money back. And I'm like, wait. That's awesome. So it's my first one, my first class action lawsuit that I am a part of. And it was kind of fun, even though I definitely needed the motivation to fill out the form. And then I finally did. So I'm really proud of myself. It's so funny because last episode, we were all like, you got to go through a bankruptcy at some point. Yeah, but this isn't for that. This is a different. Everybody's getting sued left and right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, it's just funny because you went through a bankruptcy and now you're going through a class action lawsuit. You're kind of checking off every box. I really am. I really am. That's awesome. We need to figure out our bankruptcy forms too. Yeah, we got to do that. We definitely got to do that. I We're not bankrupt. An app we invested with went bankrupt and now it's a form to get our money back. Correct. Yes. If yeah. you listen to our last episode, you know the T. Yeah. And we didn't invest. It wasn't like our life savings in there. It was kind of just like a fun investing account we both had. And it's just kind of funny. Like I kind of laughed that it went bankrupt because I'm like, I should have known, but... You got to go through one. I've learned my lesson. Totally. Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you have any, like, comments or whatever, feel free to DM us on Instagram at Rich or comment on any of our posts. We will respond there. And we will look forward to seeing you guys next week. Thanks for joining. See you guys soon. Bye.